Okay, so go ahead and line your back. Got a lesson here to top off our month of connecting the fingertips to the spine. We're going to connect them to the spine and through the spine and past the spine to your hips, to your feet. Okay, so feel how you're lying on the floor. Feel how each leg rests. Your arms. The whole length of your back, from your buttocks to your shoulders. Particularly feel that pattern of your shoulder blades, your upper back, how that rests. What's the extent of contact from the base of your neck, say that area? to where the arch of your low back starts. What's the width of contact from one shoulder to the other? Is there more of you resting on the ground on one side than the other? And bend your left leg and stand your left foot. So your knees standing over your foot. And extend your right arm on the floor at about maybe 45 degree angle or alongside your head somewhere. So up over your head. Oh, by the way, if you've got glasses, you probably don't need them for the next while. You can take them off and put them somewhere safe for me. Step on them. And you might need to, uh, you want to have a few inches between your arm and the wall, so you might need to shift down a little bit, since you've got room overhead between you and the wall. And if your arm doesn't rest comfortably, if it's a strain for your shoulder, then grab a blanket or grab your jacket or grab some cushions or some towels and give yourself some support under your arm. In the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) You can actually use your knapsack probably or you can get something from the hallway, a blanket. Just something that, you know, if your arm doesn't rest on the floor, bring your floor to the arms so that your arms, so that you're not um, struggling a lot in your shoulder. Wherever it rests for now, like, yeah. You figure out what relieves the sense of strain or pressure in your arm, maybe under your elbow or maybe you need bring the floor up to the floor up to your arm. Yeah. Okay, and now begin to push with your left foot. Push the floor a little with your left foot and roll your pelvis. And feel 
how the weight transfers, your weight transfers across your pelvis. You're pushing with your left foot and you're rolling your pelvis to the right so the weight transfers towards your right buttock. And begin to aim that transfer of weight so that you feel the weight transfer across your upper back towards your right shoulder and then come down. So just do the movement of lifting a little pressure with your foot, just as much pressure as you need to lift your pelvis on the left side, roll your weight to the right and towards your right shoulder. And as you do this, notice what happens with your knee. Is your knee staying over your foot or is it tilting in? And let's just get all on the same page there. So why don't we all do it so that your knee stays over your foot. And notice as you're transferring your weight towards the right side of your upper back, you don't actually lift your pelvis from the floor, you're still just rolling your pelvis, but you're really feeling that transfer of weight across your upper back. Does this have any consequences for your right arm? Your right arm extended there. I just meant like don't lift your whole pelvis off the floor. I'd started to emphasize the transfer of weight up your back and you could interpret that to say that you have to somehow bridge and lift your whole pelvis off. So, yeah. And now leave the movement of your pelvis alone and let's come at this from the other end. So begin to... Extend your right hand so you lengthen your right arm overhead. Lengthen and then let go of the lengthening. Yes, here's the magic part where you need room between you and the wall. 45 degrees overhead, whatever. You'll find what's going to help you feel a connection as we go through the next few movements. So extend your arm. And feel where that... Well, where that extension comes from, it comes from your elbow probably, your elbow extending and then relaxing again. Anything in your chest or your ribs or your spine, your neck. Or does that extension of your arm just kind of reach your chest? And many of us most of the time have these chests that are like... Well, very busy doing something anyway. And that something is not participating in the movement. So begin to add these movements together. So you push with your left foot and that transfer of weight towards your right shoulder connects to the lengthening of your right arm. And then rolling your pelvis back down and letting go of the lengthening of your right arm are also connected. 
so that it's a transfer of force it's a path through your skeleton that goes from your left foot to your right fingertips And as you continue to explore that, notice if you're doing something with your head. Does your head have some part in the movement? And let's start to do that deliberately. So deliberately, as you push with your foot and find the path of that impulse of the force up your body to lengthen your right arm, turn your head in the direction of the arm that you're lengthening. So turn your face to look towards your right arm as you lengthen your right arm as you push with your foot. few times turn your face to the left as you push with your left foot lengthen your right arm as you push with your left foot and lengthen your right arm your face looks to the left like it's looking back over your shoulder your left shoulder and slowly bring your arm down alongside you stretch out your legs and take a rest notice if anything's changed and how you're resting on the floor contact of your shoulders how your arms rest And then again, bend your left leg, your left foot, standing, lengthen your right arm, somewhere alongside your head, 45 degree angle, wherever in there, feels like your arm's still connected to you when you do that. Now come back to this idea of push with your left foot, roll your pelvis to the right, roll the weight up to your shoulder, and look for the feeling that that in and of itself lengthens your arm without you consciously lengthening your arm. It's like an action of lengthening your arm, but the impulse and the means you use to generate it comes all from below. comes all from your foot, from your pelvis, from the force traveling up your spine. 
and maybe that's really clear for you already or maybe it's still not clear if it's not clear imagine that you're feeling it imagination works really well imagination works much better than cursing at yourself for not getting it right so so you push with your foot and roll your weight to the right that weight transfers to your shoulder you feel some sense in which that connection all through your skeleton from your foot your lower leg, up your thigh, through your pelvis, through your chest, all by itself lengthens your right arm. This is where you can play around a little bit with the height. Maybe it's going to be a clearer connection if your arm's more alongside your head or more out to the side, within the limit of what's comfortable for you as a position for your arm. Kind of like lining up a pool cue and a ball and so on. What's the what's the angle to get out here? Okay, and now let's try another idea with your, bring your pelvis down and stay in this position now. And now start the movement from your right hand lengthening and reaching and see if you can achieve the same distribution but from the other end. So what I mean is can you lengthen your right arm and can that lengthening, that drawing actually pull through your chest along your spine, pull to your left hip and move your pelvis. And now be honest with yourself. So don't push with your foot. Don't make the movement of your pelvis deliberately, but lengthen your arm and let everything else be so light and available that's going to respond to the lengthening of your arm. But it's your fingertips that create the movement. Okay, great. Leave that and slowly bring your arm down and again stretch up your legs and rest. Feel how each arm, each shoulder is resting on the floor. And now bend your right leg and extend your left arm overhead or alongside your head, about 45 degrees, whatever works. And begin to lengthen your left arm, 
reach your fingers, reach your hand. Start that movement on this side. So you just begin the lengthening and then you let go of it. And inquire, listen, feel. As you start on this side, how much is it your elbow? How much your shoulder? Where does this draw? If you imagine somebody's actually gently in a friendly way sort of pulling on your left hand, how far does that pull reach into you and where does it stop? And then begin to help. Imagine you're helping out this person. You're going to push with your right foot. Roll your pelvis. Roll your weight to the left. Roll your weight towards your left shoulder. And help your left arm extend further. And play with kind of shifting your intention from one end to the other. So say it's like 80% pushing with your foot and 20% reaching with your hand. Distribute your intention that way if you can. 80% pushing with your foot, 20% reaching with your hand. And then what about 80% reaching with your hand and 20% pushing with their foot? Make the intention distributed that way. And now stop at the starting place for this movement and get your head around this idea. The next time you do it, do it as though it's 100% initiated everywhere. So go from your foot, both feet, both arms, head, chest, sternum, belly, spine, back, buttocks, hips, neck, nose, ears, top of your head. What if the intention's so distributed everywhere that you couldn't say where did this movement start and where did it reach to? Everything starts together, stops together.
Great. And then bring your arm down slowly, stretch out your legs, take a rest. Okay, now bend your left leg and stand your left foot and bring your right arm overhead or alongside your head or 45 degrees, whatever's in place for you. Maybe that's changing. And begin now to extend that arm, but do it by the thumb. Your thumb's leading. So imagine, it's like you're imagining somebody's pulling your thumb to extend your arm. Your thumb leads the movement. And find what particular line that creates down your arm, into your chest, across your spine somewhere. Does it reach to your left hip, your left knee? We'll prepare you for knees next month. Your left knee. What's that line like of allowing intending starting this movement as an extension of your thumb, your right thumb. What direction is your thumb going? Is your thumb extending out kind of in the line of your arm or is it out to the side, right? Your thumb points to the side, but play with that. Does it go straight out or does it lead to any rotation of your arm? And then begin to use your left foot and the impulse from your foot, the rolling of your pelvis, and let that be... 80% your leg and 20% your thumb. Something like that. So your thumb is drawing this line down your arm to your shoulder, across your chest, crossing your spine somewhere. And you're using the floor, you're using this impulse to help it. play with this like a rotation like what if that pulling of your thumb rotates your palm towards the outside or rotates your palm towards the inside try it a few times one way a few times the other way so the idea of extending your arm by the thumb connects to your arm rotating so the palm goes towards the wall to your right or rotating so that your palm goes towards the wall on the other side of your head towards your midline
one of these making more sense than the other to you? And now leave this deliberate helping with your foot and see if just the extending of your thumb, the rotating of your arm, if that itself can draw across your core, across your chest, across your spine to move your pelvis. Our pelvis is usually like the boss here. It's not often kind of like just drawn along like a pearl in a chain by your thumb. So it might not be obvious and just play with the idea and look for it, wait for it. Don't try to make it happen. If I want you to make it happen, I'll give you one of these 80-20 instructions. Right now, just listen for it to happen. Okay, and then slowly bring your arm down, stretch out your leg and take a rest. The overhead interrogation lights on here, sorry. And again, bend your left leg and extend your right arm at 45 degree angle or so or alongside your head. And begin now to lengthen your arm from the pinky. So it's like some friendly and not very pushy at all person is drawing your hand, drawing your arm from your pinky. your pinky be pulled and find what line that creates up your arm through your shoulder when I was playing with this idea this week it was like I don't know to me it felt not just like using the different fingers drew a different line through my shoulder it was like using the different fingers created a completely different image of what my shoulder was and how much of my chest my shoulder took in and how it functioned. And then what about, does that suggest a rotation? What happens if that impulse from your pinky, that impulse from your pinky, which is really extending along the line of your arm, not out to the side, but extending along the line of your arm, does it turn your whole arm around the axis your palm towards your midline or your palm away from your midline. So you try each one, so give each one its own chance. So you start from the beginning and say this time, lengthening my arm, pinky first, 
going to turn my arm, turn my palm towards my midline. Does that make sense? What does that do? Then the next time lengthening of pinky is going to turn your hand away from your midline towards the wall to your right side. What does that do across your shoulder, into your chest, across your spine? And now add your foot, so 20% your foot gives an impulse and your pelvis rolls. And that lengthens your arm 80%. It's your pinky pulling. Try one rotation. Try the other rotation. Somehow even more cushions have appeared in the hallway. See if you want to use them. Somehow even more cushions just appeared in the hallway, so if you want to use them. And now do this from your index finger. So it's your index finger, your pointing finger that draws your arm, draws through your elbow, draws through your shoulder, draws through your torso. really along the line, along the axis of your arm. Does it reach your left hip or doesn't it? And can it rotate your arm around its axis so you lengthen that pinky Sorry, not your pinky. Lengthen your index finger. And your palm rotates towards your midline. Or your palm rotates towards the outside. Now see if you can go like um, 100% from your foot and your hand is the passive follower, but you're aiming what comes from your foot so precisely that it goes to your index finger in particular. It lengthens your index finger in particular. Just an idea. See if you can make that connection. So it's like if you wanted to make the impulse from your foot reach your thumb, you could do that. If you wanted to make the impulse from your foot reach your pinky, you could do that. 
Actually, now you're making it reach your index finger. This is like with the pull cue, we can actually get the ball to go between these two other balls that are very close to one another by bouncing it off a bunch of different balls in between your spine, your chest, everything in between. The best way to do that is aim and not think about it too much. Now what about your middle finger? Begin the movement now from your middle finger, lengthen your middle finger. Here it's very clearly lies along the axis of your arm, doesn't it? So extend your right arm from your middle finger. And make that extension from your middle finger rotate a little one way. Just a little. Rotate a little the other way. So the reaching once has a whole sort of external rotation of the arm. The next time has an internal rotation of the arm. And then your ring finger. That finger over the last two weeks that we learned we have much less control of than we think we do. Let it lead this extension. Let it operate along that axis, lengthen that axis of your whole arm. And turn your arm, palm outwards. And palm inwards. Leave that and bring down your arm. Stretch out your leg. Take a rest.
Okay, and bend your right leg and extend your left arm alongside your head or 45 degree angle, wherever it goes to. And begin to extend your right thumb, sorry, your left thumb now, your left thumb away from you. And use that extending of your left thumb to turn your palm towards your midline. Turn your palm towards your midline. Gently let this develop. Take the time to listen to how this comes through your shoulder. How this crosses your torso, crosses your spine. So as you lengthen your left thumb, you turn your palm towards the midline. Towards you. Midline of you. Towards you. So if your arm's more alongside your head and less out to your side than towards you and away from you makes more sense. And let your head turn to look away from that arm or towards that arm. Try one, try the other. And now add 10 or 20% from your right foot. To help your pelvis, your chest be available to follow your thumb. And then with your index finger, lengthen your index finger and let again your palm turn towards the midline. You could turn the volume up and turn the volume down on your foot. And then your middle finger, now the middle finger on your left hand. Let that be in the middle, so just extending along the axis. No turning, no turning in, no turning out. Now you come to your fourth finger, your ring finger, and let that lengthen your arm and take a movement of turning your palm to the outside. 
let that draw through your chest let that cross your spine let that find your right hip your right knee your right foot and then your little finger your pinky let that pull your arm rotate your palm to the outside draw through your shoulder across your chest how far does it go can your little pinky move your pelvis And then leave that. Slowly bring your arm down. Stretch out your leg and rest. And feel that, uh, the whole length of your back from your buttocks to your shoulders. How they're resting now. And that pattern of contact of your upper back. And then bend both your legs, bring both your feet to standing, and extend both your arms up more or less alongside your head. If you know if they're still at 45 degrees or something like that, whatever's comfortable, but more or less alongside your head, more or less so both arms will have a direction really up on either side of your head. And begin to lengthen both your arms now at the same time by your thumbs. Lengthen both thumbs. Slowly, gently. Seems like a very small movement. You can strain yourself without really realizing it. So it's like a very kind person has got both of your thumbs and is very gently pulling them, not to push you around or to pull you around, but to show you the path. Find the links. And both arms now, both palms turning towards one another as your thumbs lengthen. So the lengthening of your thumbs turns your palms towards one another. And does this draw the length of your torso, the length of your spine? Does this get to your hip joints? 
start from the bottom and just add 10% pressure, impulse, gravity, force from your feet to lengthen your arms so that you help a little bit your pelvis to be free and available to respond to the lengthening of your thumbs and the turning of your palms towards one another. Check your jaw, your neck. Anything you do with your tongue or your eyes can interfere. And then your index fingers, you lengthen both index fingers. And your arms turn and rotate at the lengthening and a rotating of your palms towards one another. And leave off with deliberately adding with your feet and just listen. Listen for whether this gentle and friendly pulling or extension from your index finger Eventually, you can let your pelvis move. Draw your pelvis along. And then both middle fingers, both middle fingers extend more or less in the middle. Maybe they rotate for you a little bit in one direction or a little bit in the other. But your middle fingers more or less directly along the axis of your arms. Cross your shoulders through your torso. Remember when you were doing just one side, each finger crossed the spine somewhere, now both at the same time. How do they draw the spine? How do they reach your pelvis? And then your fourth finger, you begin to extend from your fourth finger. Again, you can imagine a very friendly and gentle person is just drawing your fourth finger, got a hold of your fourth finger and drawing along the axis of your arms and a little rotation of your palms towards the outside. Rotation of your palms towards the outside. And that draws through your shoulders, your chest, along your torso. Maybe it draws your spine, pulls your spine, moves your pelvis. And then both pinkies, pulling from both pinkies very gently, showing you the path, finding the path. Palms turn towards the outside along the axis, your arms rotate along their axes. You don't need to, and whoever it is, they stop pulling whenever there's any strain or resistance. looking for the path.
Okay, and then leave that. Bring your legs, arms down. Bring your legs down. And feel how you're resting on the floor now. And slowly, when you're ready, you can roll to your side, come up to sit. Come up to stand. Feel how you're using your arms as you come up to stand. Reach for your glasses, whatever you're doing. How your arms hang as you stand, as you walk. If you reach 